Hey, welcome to Hindsight, the podcast. I'm your host, Lee Jones, and I'm thrilled to embark on this journey of exploration with you. We often find ourselves reflecting on the choices we've made and wondering how our lives might have unfolded differently if we had taken a different path. Here's the beauty of hindsight. It gives us a chance to gain wisdom and learn from our past decisions. Look, this podcast is a platform to dig deep into those pivotal moments and uncover the invaluable lessons hidden within. <laughs> Look, I'm Lee Jones, your host, and I couldn't be more excited to have you on board. So let's dive right in and explore the fascinating realm of decisions on Hindsight the Podcast. When you look back in hindsight, everything is 2020. In hindsight, we make mistakes we're learning from the in hindsight. Yesterday and your tomorrow in hindsight is so much clearer now. This is Hindsight the Podcast, and introducing your host, Lee Jones. Hello, welcome to Hindsight the Podcast. This is Lee Jones, and today I'm here with Natalie Gonzalez. Uh, she's a Christian life and business coach, author, and pastor with her unwavering faith and passion for empowering others. Natalie has dedicated her life to helping individuals discover their purpose, unleash their potential, and achieve personal and professional success. Natalie is also an accomplished author, captivating audiences with her powerful words and wisdom. Her books provide insights insights and tools to navigate life's challenges and embrace one's true identity. Today, Natalie joins me on Hindsight, the podcast to share her incredible journey, insights and strategies for living a purpose-driven life. Welcome, Natalie Gonzalez. How are you doing today? Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It is such a joy and an honor to be with you. Uh, thank you for, for allowing me to, um, to share a little bit of my story with you and your listeners. So I'm just excited to be here. Thank you. We're excited to have you here as well, especially because unlocking your God-given purpose, that's one of the things that you, you, you speak about. And we're going to get to that in a moment, right? But before we do that, this is Hindsight, the podcast, and we'd like to know a little bit about you, um, your journey, um, and, and how, you know, you don't have to make this long soliloquy about it, right? But how you got yeah. to be where you are today. So yeah. tell us a little bit about you, Natalie. Well, first, you know, I actually I really love the the title of your of your podcast, hind you know, of your podcast called Hindsight because they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? When you look back on your life and uh, you reflect on your journey, and when you begin to see where God was actually there in the moments when you felt like He wasn't, and so um, my my journey um, to where I am, I, I feel like. God has bestowed grace upon grace on my life um, because for for a long time, you know, I pushed God away and really even to the point of, you know, trying to, you know, other spiritual realms, realms to increase my spirituality and stuff like that. So, um, but still within me, that longing, that nudging that there is something more and it took me a while to like really figure what figure that out what that more was and so um and especially since um overcoming adversities um growing up and um at my younger age it, you know and I, we all have you know difficult situations but it's it's how we 
deal with those and respond and um, our willingness to continue to push through. And so, you know, um, so yeah, um, one of the things that uh, I, I struggled with when I was younger was uh, dealing with um, abusive partners and dealing with homelessness and Mm. a whole bunch of stuff that I can write a whole another slew of books about but it wasn't in until god took me out of my comfort zone is where i really began to to blossom sometimes we have to be put in the den in the as they call it the desert until um you can really begin to see clearly it's kind of odd but that's just the way god works <laughs> right i hear you and so um i have I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, oh, I've okay. lived in major lived in major cities all my life. I lived in Atlanta, um, lived in in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina. And so when we got my husband and I moved to the country of North Carolina, where there's nothing. Like I've never lived in the country a day in my life, and I hated it with a <laughs> passion. Right? I was just like, "There's <laughs> nothing here!" Oh my gosh! Right and. <laughs> But um, in that space of where nothing was familiar is where I found God to like really pour into me. And so for a a long time, I felt like I really didn't have a purpose that I was just too damaged for God to, to use my story, my testimony that nobody would want to listen to what I have to say that wasn't important enough. And so when I moved with my husband to where I uh, where I currently live, we had been to I had been like a stay at home mom for about like fifteen years. Never really worked, and God calling me to become right. a pastor. I'm just like, get out of here! What are you talking about? <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, I have no no former schooling or or anything like that. I'm just like, no, no one's going to want to have me to lead them in a church and. I ran from that for several years, but it's in working in ministry and um, finally answering my call and working with other parishioners in in the church and outside of the church where realizing that I wasn't the only one that felt that desire for purpose. And um, one of my favorite quotes from Dr. Miles Monroe is... um, where he says the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without purpose. And so we, if you read uh, Psalm 123, uh, there's a portion there where God says that I have created you with intention and purpose, that you were not just placed here randomly for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, and begin to understand that when we are walking in our purpose, this is how the kingdom of God really expands on the earth as it is intended to be. Yeah. Wow. So Natalie, you openly uh, shared about the challenges you face in, in your early life, including experiences with abuse, homelessness, and going through a, well, I don't know if you mentioned going through a failed marriage. Did you, you went yes, through a failed I marriage? Did, yeah. 
Okay. Yes, how did you yes. how did you find the strength and the resilience to overcome these adversities and to turn your life around? I know you said you you found God, but how how did you how did you find God? If if if, if that... well, you know, I, I, I like to say that God found me, <laughs> but you, but you know, yeah, but, He always knows where you're at. How did you find Him? <laughs> um. So, you know. It wasn't, you know, when I was doing, going through the field, that marriage of mine, that my was married to an alcoholic, and and um, during that time, um, I, I didn't have a strong faith in okay. God, right. um, but there was something within me that knew that God had power to change things, mm-hmm. and I will never forget this one night. I barely prayed during this time. Yeah, and it was a heart wrenching prayer to God, just crying out to Him, "Save me from this marriage! I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I I have nowhere to go. I, I I can't continue to live like this." And when I tell you that, it probably took about like two weeks afterwards that. Um, I was no longer with my husband. That's and at quick. that moment, that is quick. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> like, Lord. What, that, that, yeah. Yeah, it was quick. <laughs> but I tell you, one of the things that I, that I realized is first, when, uh, when we were, you know, actually separated, the, I felt as though someone had lifted like a ton of bricks off my shoulders. Yeah. And two, mm-hmm that when we really pour out our heart to God, he really listens and he responds. Right. And so um, I, I, I feel like my relationship with God until I really decided to really truly depend on him, it's been like a back and forth with him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, it wasn't until I fully decided to surrender completely to trust. And um, in my in my book um, that I that I wrote, one of the I, I I sprinkle in some of my stories throughout the book. And one of the things that I had that I had mentioned when I was got married a second time, um, I was um, on food stamps during that time. And I had food stamps when I was with my, right. my first husband. But my second husband, he, um, his, through his, he works in construction and he makes uh, very good money. So I really honestly didn't need the food stamps. I just, you know, I had it because, you know, hey, it's extra money, right? And so I was getting ready to apply for food stamps again. And before I could start applying, mm-hmm. I hear this voice saying, do you not trust me? Do you not trust me that I can provide for you and your family to feed you, that you have to continue to apply for this knowing you don't need it? And I felt so convicted. <laughs> mm. So convicted and wow. I, I didn't. I didn't reapply. And that's when I really, really, really begin to let go and let God have his yeah. way and not lean on my own understanding in the ways of the world. 
so was it was it still a struggle after after you let go just you know so it's in in real life practical sense right yeah. you decided not to to reapply for the food stamps so yeah how uh, it took two weeks for the for the husband to be gone uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to know how quickly it was for that to be realized right where you were being taken care of financially well you know when you begin to surrender to god um things just fall into place right. and so i'm like okay I'm, I'm gonna trust you i'm going to lean onto the promises that you have in your word that you are going to care for me and so when i after i started going shopping grocery shopping with my own real money <laughs> i was just like um I was amazed how I didn't feel any lack at all. Yeah. I had yeah. more than I that I needed, you know. And so, um, and when we are able to to let go and let God and continue in that faith, our, our faith grows. You know, in Scripture, you know, we grow by faith, by faith, by actually. Um, intentionally, willingly letting letting go and letting God guide us, and so because um, you know faith without actions is dead. You know you can say you have faith or believe, but if you're not really truly letting God do what He says He's going to do, then um, you're stuck in, in 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 fear and doubt, and um, that's what I was um, trying to steer away from because that's yeah, what that's continues to go back. Yeah, that's the most difficult part of it, you know, yeah. because you know what you know, right? And yeah. you know how things work. You know, if I don't have the the food, the, the money, then I'm not going to be able to get the food. I'm not going to be able to provide. You know these things, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, to let go and to allow yourself to be, well, taken care of by God, right, is is challenging. It's always challenging, right? So yeah. that's an excellent, excellent story. Um, Thank you. Not an excellent story. I, I say story, but you know it's your life, right? Is it a story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your journey from a place of struggle to a position of empowerment is is truly inspiring. How did your personal experiences shape your passion for helping others? You mentioned earlier that you knew that there were other people who were in the same similar circumstances, and. And helping others and becoming a beacon of hope for those facing, well, I just said it, similar challenges. Well, you know, um, being in the pastoral role, you yeah. get to learn the community and your church in an intimate way that other people can't. Um, and so um, seeing and um, understanding this this innate desire for um, being created for something more. And so um, during my pastoral uh, journey, there was still like this nagging in me, there's something more. Mm -hmm. And you would think that being in a pastoral role, serving the community, serving your church, that you would be maybe spiritually filled, like you would like, okay, I, I've, I've accomplished what God wanted me to do. But no, there was like, I felt like I was, stuck like I kept hitting this wall like what is it what do you need me to do Lord I don't understand and so it wasn't until um, I decided to work with uh, my own personal life coach 
mm-hmm. and um, and helping me see things in a different way that really um, pivoted my mindset and um, having a, a clearer, deeper understanding of what God is calling me to do and who I am. And um, so many times we get stuck in what others say and think and believe about us that we we believe it ourselves, you know? And so um, yeah. it, it wasn't, actually it wasn't even until I started working with my life coach that she was just like, you're a writer. I'm just like, what are you talking about? She's like, you are a writer. You can, because the way <laughs> she made me laugh because after <laughs> I had a conversation or my initial consultation with her, I had um, emailed her and um um, I guess I'm very descriptive in my in my writings and my email was more like a story. I was telling her that I was really reflecting what she said and I was sitting outside next to with my dog, just in just really thinking just like this whole story. And she was like, Wow. Right, <laughs> like, right. no, I was reading right. her email, I can envision everything that you were doing outside. <laughs> and oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and so through life coaching she really helped me bring out the natural gifts that I didn't realize that were there. More gifts that I wasn't fully using and adapting into my life to what God is calling me to do. And so um, that's when I realized this is what I need to do. This is how I can help and equip others, um, helping them understand what their calling is, what their vision is, what gifts they have to be able to expand the kingdom of God and continue to touch and transform lives um, of others. And so um, that's how that began for me. All right. Great segue. So as a, as a Christian life and business coach, what strategies and principles do you incorporate into your coaching practice to help individuals discover their purpose and achieve personal and professional success. And I know part of it we're going to talk about in a little bit, the five strategies. That's that's one. But what what other approaches do you use? Um, so when I begin working with um, my clients, I begin to, to hear their stories and where they feel that God has been calling them. And, um, and to help them get really clear on that vision. Because... Um, often we, we have these dreams, these visions, these ideas, but have difficulties making them a reality. So I help them create, like, I wish you would say like a roadmap, um, to get from point A to point B to begin to, um, bring that into fruition. And so, um, that's, that's one of the, the ways, um, and really getting to know who they are and, um, listening to one of the best ways that we can tell, uh, what our gifts are. And a lot of times we don't realize it is what is that one thing, or it could be a couple of things that one thing that people continually seek you out for, is it advice? Is it, um, to to build something? Is it to be, is it the creative aspect? Whatever it is that people seem to continually seek you out for, that is a natural gift that God has given you to use for the greater good for his kingdom. And, um, and often we don't, we don't 
we don't notice that because we use it so often in the day to day that it's like second nature. That oh, just, just that's just the way I am. Yes, it's the way you are, and that's the way that God created you to be. But right, right. what you have there can be can bloom into something more than you realize. Okay, so why not delay it? Let's jump right into it, right? I, I mentioned okay. this earlier. So let's let's walk walk us through the five keys to unlock your God-given purpose. And then number one was unlocking your potential. So how do you yeah. approach? Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the five keys, like the first one, like I said, is to, to realize what are your current skill sets that you have. Um, and so we don't realize what what skills that we're currently using, then, then we can't really maximize those. And so that's, that's one of the things is to understand um, what those are, to be able to uh, learn how to continue to grow in that and uh, even um, in, in, what's the word I'm looking for to expand that to maybe even create even more um, natural abilities that you didn't re- you didn't realize that um, that that he or she may have had. I'm just gonna I guess I'll, I'll prompt it out and then we'll 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 say all five of them at the end. <laughs> okay. um, so number two, and you kind of touched on it on this one, which was discover your untapped abilities. Our untapped abilities are the ones that we use um, on a daily basis. And um, for instance, um, as when I was speaking about, when I'm speaking with my life coach, I didn't realize that I was a good writer. I, I, that's something that wasn't even on my radar. And so um, working with a life coach, when you, they get to know you and understand um, what those are, uh, then I'm able to like really hone in and, and pull those out, um, giving you um, areas where you can use them so that those, those untapped gifts can, can grow and, and flourish and uh, learn how to um, opportunities to use them more than before so that um, they can strengthen and grow. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, it absolutely does. Um, because you do, I mean, if you, I think you kind of mentioned like speaking to others, right. And, and then you can assess it yourself by just, what is it that people always come to me about? Right. Yeah. And it's those mm-hmm. things that you do, but you don't realize that they're, they're impactful. Right. Yeah. It's just, you don't even realize it. So unlocking potential, discover untapped abilities. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So three is, three is amazing. Um, you're an eight, you're an expert. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's an amazing one because <laughs> that's a difficult one for, I believe, a hurdle for people mentally to, yeah. to overcome, right? You're an yeah. expert, at least in your experiences in your life. And there yeah. are a lot of things that you can speak very, very profoundly about. So tell me about yeah. you're an expert. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a hard time accepting that one at first. I'm like, I'm an expert. I'm like, get out of here. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> I think most people do. <laughs> but um, once you begin to 
exercise that authority and you begin to understand what those hidden talents and gifts are and you begin to use them on a daily basis, um, it's like you begin to get this revelation that God pours into you that you have more knowledge than you realize. You know a lot more. You're more effective than you give yourself credit for. You have answers, as um, I, or like to, how I like to say, um, that you have heavenly solutions uh, to bring down on earth that can uh, help and um, others and, and bring, um, you know, transformation to the lives of others. And so, um, and that's one of the things that, um, that I love to see with my clients, that once they begin operating in their gifts, and really understanding what it what it is, it's like they it's like they it's like this light bulb goes off, and it's just mm. like, <laughs> and so, and they begin to believe it and feel it and live it every day, and say, "I am the expert. I know what I'm talking about, and I know how to help you too." Awesome, dream big. That's yeah. number four. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, dream big. You know, you know um, before you get going, I see a lot of, um, you know, if you look at social media, right, and they always have little sound bites or little clips from successful people, LeBron James or whatever, right? Yeah. And one of the one of the common things that a lot of them say is that they they can they dream, but they can vividly see that dream, right? Oh yeah. And and yeah. being able to see it makes it more um i guess approachable or you yeah. know what i'm saying like it makes it yeah, more yeah, 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 yeah. more tangible more <laughs> tangible there you go we're looking for the words this morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um we don't dream big enough actually and so i've heard people say whatever your biggest dream and desire is that you have for yourself it's not big enough. It's not. What God has intended for you is so much bigger than we can realize. Mm-hmm. And so if we, rem- if we remember the story uh, of Joseph, that he had those dreams and that he was hated for that, okay? You know, they yeah. were trying to oppress his dream. But he continued to hold on to that dream no matter what. He kept on speaking about that dream. And holding on to that that dream, he became second in command in Egypt. And so when we have that dream, that that vision that, that, that God has planted in us, because first of all, we have any of our thoughts that we have concerning God are, they're not original. He placed them in us, okay? And so... When you're able to to dream big and actually envision that, like really envision yourself doing it, that you've you've already accomplished it. It's already yours because it is. And once you see that dream, you can you have that it, be, it begins to place a fire in you to continue to chase after it until it is accomplished. And right. so dreaming big really helps us to stay focused and creating vision boards and all that kind of stuff and um, placing those reminders around us every day really helps us, um, helps them to really continue to push forward. Even in times when it don't look like it, 
you have to continue. <laughs> you have to. You have to continue to press on, no matter not, no matter what, because you know you have to hold on to the word of God. For you know, God says, "Let every um, that uh, let God be true, and every man be a liar." And so, and then number five, let's bring it home: power in your purpose. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There is power in your purpose, and um, each and every one of us have been placed to create to create impact, influence, and inspire others in this world. Um, and it's not so much about us or you as in the in- individual. Um, it's about the the dramatic change and influence and transformation that your life, your story will bring into the world to touch the lives of others. Um, our, our story has, has power. Um, our life can create solution that, that, that this world needs. And so um, all that God has placed within you, um, he desires to bring that out to be that beacon of light that he has called us to be. And there's power in that, you know? And so, um, and that's what I, I um, aspire and hope to, to create when, when I um, work with my clients that, um, that they will understand that you're here for a reason. It's not an accident. There's God created with intention and purpose and it's going to be, more wonderful than you can ever, ever imagine. You know, when I, uh, when I think back and I, I reflect in hindsight, when, when I think back in my life, I never, never imagined that I would be doing what I'm doing now. First of all, I, I never imagined that I would be working in ministry or mm. becoming a pastor or becoming an author or becoming a life, I, that this just wasn't, I never saw that for myself. And it wasn't until someone helped me see what God had placed in me that I could walk in that. Because That's power in that. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And we, we can't go in the direction where God wants us to go if we can't see it. We have mm. to be able to see it, to be able to go after it. Right. And so, um, and this is the reason why I I so enjoy doing what I'm doing to empower others so that they too can just go after it and be awesome kingdom builders in this world <laughs> um, to to change lives and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just... It's a beautiful thing to experience. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I yeah. I agree. Hey, so you know, I kind of know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna ask it anyway, right? Because <laughs> you already spoke to it. But since I wrote this question down, I'm gonna ask it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the role of faith seems to be an integral part of your journey? Yes. How has your spirituality influenced your coaching approach and your ability to guide others through their own challenges and transformations? That's a good question. Um, so um, I, I am a, a Christian life coach, so everything I do is based around that. And so 
when we come together, it's not just strategies on how you can get to where you want to go, but it's also strategically how to increase your faith, how to spiritually uplift you, because you can't have one without the other. You have to have both. And um, and without God guiding you, it's just not going to work. And so um, in working with my clients, that's... Um, I also, you know, assess where their faith is in that time to help build that up, build that spiritual confidence, help them build their identity in Christ so they begin to fully believe who they were created and destined to be. Great answer to a great question. <laughs> Thank you. So, Natalie, I... <laughs> so I asked you a few questions on here and I appreciate your time in, in answering them. Is there something that you'd like to add or something, you know, the, the my audience would like that you'd like to tell them um, that maybe I haven't asked? If you have been walking around for a long time, <clears throat> excuse me, for a long time with that nudge in your, in your inner spirit that you are destined for more, stop ignoring it. Stop pushing it away because one, you are, you're canceling your blessing. Two, you're canceling the blessing that you're going to be the impact in the lives of others. Dig into that. What is that nudge? Ask God, what are you calling me to? How can I bring that forth? And once you understand what that is, run with it. Hold on to it and don't let it go for nothing. That's my run advice. with it. <laughs> run with it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Natalie, uh, for joining me uh, on this inspiring episode of Hindsight the Podcast Your Story of Resilience, Triumph, <laughs> and, and Your Unwavering. And it, it's real talk because, you know, really, if you talk to anybody, um, yeah. there are challenges, you know in in our lives in yeah. being resilient is how we get through it and and i guess that's an innate you know characteristic of of humans anyway to be resilient yeah. right but some people get it a lot quicker than others and it is what it is right but your story of resilience and triumph and your unwavering yeah. faith has truly touched my heart and, and hopefully Thank inspired you. my audience the listeners um for Thank anyone you. out there you're welcome. For anyone out there, you can get your your own personal uh, five keys to unlocking your God given purpose on Natalie's website. What is that website? And I'll put it in the show notes. But what's your webpage, Natalie? Yes, it's uh, revealinggreatnesscoaching.com. Excellent. And I'm grateful for the valuable insights and wisdom uh, you shared with us today and your passion for helping others discover their purpose and embrace their true potential is evident in the things that I see you're doing. Um, so to my listeners, uh, I hope you've gained a fresh perspective from Natalie's remarkable journey. Uh, remember no matter what you've been through, there is always hope for a brighter future. Right. And so can they connect with you? Um, they can connect yeah, with you yeah. on the website. Yeah. Website, or they can also, um, email me at revealing greatness at gmail.com. There you go. And like I said, I'll have all of those in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to Hindsight the Podcast for more empowering episodes. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, Natalie. Until next time, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was an honor. God bless you. God bless you too. Thanks for tuning in to Hindsight, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay updated on future episodes packed with inspiring stories. Before you go, leave me a message with your thoughts, feedback, or suggestions for future topics. And if you're loving what you hear, please take a moment to rate this episode. Your feedback helps me to grow and reach more listeners just like you. So remember, life's a journey. Stay tuned, stay curious, and keep gaining wisdom through the power of hindsight. Until next time. Oh, and don't forget, subscribe, leave a message, and rate this episode. When you look back in hindsight, everything is t-